gentlemen, boys and girls. It is the Shagila La Salami show. I am your host, Shagila La Salami. <sighs> right. Today has been like the day from hell. Like literally everything that can go wrong. Like I always feel like something is going wrong in my in my property those few days, right? So last night my radiator broke. Like it was literally leaking all through. And I'm literally for I'm having my first proper meal of the day, right? So you guys will have to join me. I'm just having rice and plantain. Um, but yes, it's a virtual cafe, so I am actually allowed to eat here. Um, but whilst I'm eating, I'm sure you guys would hopefully learn something new. And, you know, you think, yes, it's been worthwhile, you know, staying here while Shagilala had her lunch. Um, oh, well, it depends on which time zone you're in. But anywho's, who have I got here with me today? Hello, my name is Susan Neal. And I am a um, author and health and wellness coach and the author of the best-selling book, Seven Steps to Get Off Sugar and Carbohydrates and Yoga for Beginners. Oh, hello, Susan. How are you? Doing wonderful. Wonderful. And I'd like uh, Earl Grey tea, please. Lady after my own heart. When I'm not having a hot chocolate, I actually like proper tea. Um, what would you like to have with your um, with your tea? I just have it plain and I add my own stevia. Ah, okay, cool. No, nothing to nibble on? No, thank you. Okay. Cool. Well, whilst I'm getting your virtual drink, um... So you're a wellness coach. What does a wellness coach do? Um, I help people to um, meet their goals. They want to lose weight. They want to improve their health. They want to reverse their uh, type 2 diabetes. They want to decrease their blood pressure. You know, whatever they want to do in meeting their goals. Let's say they may want to have a challenge of... uh, increasing their stamina so that they can go um, hiking on a great vacation this summer. So I, I guide them and lead them to be able to meet their goals. How do you do that? Sounds quite interesting. Well, first um, we look at, I look at their, um, what they eat and their activity level. And I assess, okay, um, you might be eating a little bit too much of that white flour that has, you know, too many products that are processed and they don't have um, really good nutritional value and they're not giving your body what it needs to function to the best of its ability. And I assess, you know, what medications they're on, you know, that's for the doctor to deal with. But I look at um, what they want to improve in. Uh, And then I evaluate where they are and look at how they need to change. Many times, I mean, many clinical studies have shown that we can improve our health by improving our diet and our activity level. So sometimes we just need to be motivated to do so. Sounds good. But then whilst you were talking, the thing that comes to mind is what about those people or those situations where it's all stress-related or stress-induced? Yeah, that's a difficult one. But yoga and meditation can help with that so much. So, um, you know, even when you're driving, it's like my daughter say, mom, why do you always drive with the radio off? And it's like, you know what? I just want the silence and Mm. the calmness. 
And let's just breathe deeply and, you know, not let the traffic bother me and kind of just get into a state of slowing down um, your mind and, and your heart and dealing with so much stress and busyness and going here and going there because our, our life is, is just full of it. But um, if you can take a few minutes in the morning to um, meditate, I, I love it. I grab my cup of tea in the morning, I sit on the couch, um, and with my little um, multi-poo, my poodle on my lap, and I just close my eyes, and I breathe deeply, and um, I just try and let things evaporate from my mind. And then the things that come to me are like, oh, things that are bothering me or maybe that I need to do. And I have a little post-it note there and I just write those things down. After about 15 minutes, I feel lighter, more refreshed. So if you do that and then maybe try and incorporate a couple of yoga classes a week, even if you just pop in a DVD um, or just look at a book, if you don't have time to go to the gym, um, that is really, um, you know, it really relieves your stress. It's, it's been proven to. Oh, really? How does it do that? <clears throat> Um, it's it is amazing what um, yoga can do. It it like studies have statistically proven that it decreases depression. It lowers your blood pressure. Um, it improves your metabolism. Like it it um, boosts your immunity. For people who have migraines, um, it improves. Um, it helps alleviate the migraines. It, um, people who have pains and aches in their joints, it decreases pain level. In really? Fact, um, yeah, and one of my ladies who had fibromyalgia, she's like, you know, if I come to your class twice a week, I can decrease my medication that I have to take for fibromyalgia. So That's really amazing. <clears throat> she swore by it. So it's just, it's just amazing all the, you know, and of course it like yoga improves your balance and your flexibility and your coordination and all that kind of stuff. But it's amazing how it does all this, all these other things um, to improve your body that you never would have thought of. Yeah. So if someone wanted to sort of, you know, be a beginner, you know, yoga practitioner and they wanted to do it from home, what would you suggest? Um, my book called Yoga for Beginners, 60 Basic Yoga Poses for Flexibility, Stress Relief, and Inner Peace would be perfect. It's a, it's a beginner book. It um, would just introduce you to the poses. Um, they're clearly explained, and all the benefits of yoga are in there, and it would ease you right into it. So how or when did you get into yoga? <clears throat> um, I was getting a master's in business administration and a master's in health science. And this is after my, I'm a nurse as well. But during uh, that double master's program at the University of Florida, 
uh, it was really intense and I needed something to relieve my stress. So I picked up a book <laughs> and I taught myself how to do yoga back in the 1980s, mid eighties, early, wow. early eighties. Um, I, I taught myself how to do yoga, you know, just by picking up a book back then. And it was, oh my gosh, it just helped deal with all that I had to accomplish to make it through that double master's program. And um, I've loved it ever since. I have, I have done it for um, 25 years. I've been teaching for like 20 or more. Let's see. The 80s? No, like, I, I better start adding if I need the 30s. <laughs> Let's see, 90s. Yeah, I think over 30 years. Yeah, over 30 years. I'm an 80s baby. Yes. Oh, cool. And you've actually stopped by it, so you really must enjoy doing it then. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I'm um, in my mid-50s, and people swear I'm like 40. So it really, I, I believe it, it helps to um, decrease the aging process. You know, when you relieve... Sorry, I can't stress, really hear you. I, when, I said I really think it really um, decreases the aging process. It's okay. like when you relieve your stress and you're able to live um, more of a carefree life, yes. it, 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 it's so much better for your body. So I've been doing it, you know, since my, you know, since I was like 20 and I'm in my mid fifties. So yeah, that's 35 years. So um, I really think it, it has improved um, my aging. So, and I'm like within five pounds of the same weight that I was um in college as well wow. so it's really it, it boosts your metabolism and it just it just helps all the different body systems see because I used to you know I've heard I think most people have heard of yoga but I never actually paid it much credence um you know but to just sort of hear that you've been within five pounds of the same weight that you've been um that you wear when you were in college that's the same weight for 30 years that's amazing Yes. Yeah. It took, um, it took a while to lose it after each baby. That was the hardest. Um, but I would, during those times, I would walk over 10 miles a week. You know, I would just walk and walk and walk and, um, to get it off and had to, had to really make it a goal. And, um, I focused on meeting that goal and, you know, after a year or so it, I accomplished it. And um, yes, it yoga boosts your um, metabolism. So my metabolism has been functioning properly. Okay. See, now you've actually, you've actually um, sort of almost convinced me because close to where we live, um, there's actually a, well, actually there are quite a number of them where they do yoga, right? But I'm quite a frugal mom, right? And most of the time in my head, I'm like, is it really worth the price that they're asking for? Hmm, like, yes. I, always, like, I always have to think about it. Like, is it really worth it? But then the question that I wanted to know, though, is that, and especially just because you mentioned um, pregnancy, um, do you find that yoga would be suitable 
for moms who've had diastasis recti, you know, where the abdominal muscle splits and then it doesn't come back together again. Yes. Yes. One of my um, clients has that. And so, um, yes, it, it, it's perfectly fine um, for someone um, to do yoga who has that condition. In fact, you know, our bodies, you know, try to heal as much as possible. And, you know, she may not be able to, to go in and out with her abs and have as much control, but she can do everything else. Yes. And I did yoga up until my babies were born. You know, I was there teaching, you know, belly and all. Uh, I couldn't lay on my belly, but I could do everything else. <laughs> so, and you know, what is what, um, you know, you talk about like, oh, is it worth it? Well, the thing is, is that, you know, we influence our children and I want to be someone who's healthy who takes care of my body, who goes to the gym, who walks, who does yoga, so that I demonstrate that to my children and the healthy eating as well. So then their habits are good, healthy lifestyle habits as well. It's, it's, it doesn't just affect me. It affects our offspring, our kids. Yeah. No, that actually, that, that's a really good reply. Um, I think one of the biggest problems that I've had is that I'm in denial, right? Because I was one of those people when I was, a, when I was younger, when I was a teenager, I was naturally skinny, right? Like I've yes. had people go, you know what? I hate you. You're so skinny. Like, you know, I could literally just get away with stuff. Um, and then I'm looking at myself and I'm like, where did my, where did my teenage body disappear to, right? Like, I don't, (laughs) (laughs) oh, it slips away, doesn't it? Well, let me, let me tell you that with my book, seven steps to get off sugar and carbohydrates. The very first step is the hardest. Hmm. Step one is to decide, you know, to make that decision, to leap, to decide I am going to do something to improve my health or to improve my weight. That's the hardest step. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I think, you know, we, we sort of seen, we sort of seen the light there, but uh, just on the, on the flip side, how did you, is that, have you just written the one book? No, I've written seven books. Oh, wow. Six, six. I'm working on my seventh. My seventh one's about gluten and gluten sensitivity because that's a really hot topic right now. Oh, right. So when did you um, publish your first book? Uh, I published Yoga for Beginners in 2016. And um, then in 2017, I published Seven Steps to Get Off Sugar and Carbohydrates. And then in 2018, I published um, a really great book that would help anyone to figure out if they have like a specific issue with um, a specific food. It's called Healthy Living Journal. Track your healthy eating and living habits for improved health and well-being. So in this, there's a lot of um, charts and um, you, you fill out, okay, you know, how many steps did you take today? How much water did you drink? What did you eat? What were your, um, how did you feel after you eat? Um, I have a well-being chart and you look at your energy level and um, 
clarity of mind, sleeping, and all these other different things, and you figure out, you're able to figure out your food culprits. What is causing you to have insomnia? What is causing you to have indigestion? And so it's great to figure it out so then you can remove those items from your diet. Yeah. Okay. So have you self-published or did you go with a publisher? <clears throat> I have self-published all six of my books. And right now my agent is, um, we're I'm finishing up my uh, first three chapters of this book on gluten. And we're about to send it out to traditional publishers. And now that I, my book, Seven Steps to Get Off Sugar and Carbohydrates, sold 5,000 copies in the first 13 months. Wow. So now that I have, right, now that I have a proven track record, uh, a traditional publisher um, should go ahead and pick up my next book um, about gluten. Oh, wow. So how did you, um, so I'm just quite curious now, like I've got two questions in one. How did you manage to get, um, you know, sell 5,000 with like, what was your marketing strategy? And was this for book one or book six or which number book? And how did you pick your agent? Okay. So book number three is the one. Um, so I had done two yoga books and then my third one was the seven steps to get off sugar. And that is the one that is like, you know, really hot and selling very well. Uh, it's, you know, it's a hot topic, but my marketing strategy was, um, I published it in December of 2017 and I decided, okay, in 2018, what I want to do is I want to publish one magazine article, be a guest blogger, uh, and be a guest on a podcast every month for the whole year of 2018. So I accomplished it for um, the magazine articles and I accomplished it for the blog. And I only did about maybe every other month or every three months for a podcast. Mm -hmm. So in 2019, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be um, on more podcasts this year and see how that goes. And so now I've booked like uh, 20 guest interviews on podcasts. And um, I've created my book on Audible, so you can listen to it now. Oh, fabulous. But was that how, was, so was it being on, um, you know, doing the writing? Was that how you got 5,000? Because I'm sure any other author, you know, who's listening to this, that would presumably be quite interested. I am quite intrigued as well. Right. Well, part of it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of things I didn't get paid for. I mean, it, it, it doesn't matter because you're getting your name out there. People are finding you. I mean, when you have a good product, just people need to understand uh, that it's there. If you don't know it's there, then how can you, you know, even take an interest in it? So getting your name out there in whatever manner is um, most helpful. But, so that's what I have tried to do. Mm -hmm. And um, it, uh, the other thing is that it's a hot topic, mm -hmm. you know, getting off sugar and carbs. I mean, we've been duped. Uh, we are eating foods that the food manufacturer produces that are not healthy for our bodies. Yeah. We need to get back to the basics of food from the garden, you know, and evaluate what you eat. Is this substance I'm eating, does it resemble a food for, you know, for yeah. example, a baked potato is, is great. It's, it's, you know, but potato chips, 
<laughs> you can't eat just one. There's no fiber. There's no nutritional value. So, so don't eat the processed food. It, it is not um, beneficial for your body. Eat the baked potato. Yeah. How did you keep track of the total number of books you sold? Oh, it's on Kindle Direct Publishing and Ingram Spark, my publishers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they have sales every day you can look at. Ah, right. So, because I'm on both, you know, platforms, but to be honest, and I, I think I'm a very, very lazy, very, very lazy. <laughs> and I don't keep track of these things. So I'm like, oh, is there a way to actually check how much you sold? Yes. At the end of, I, I have a Google spreadsheet and, um, at the end, end of, or just a spreadsheet. And at the end of each month, I go into um, my publishers and I pull out the number of books that I sold the, the previous month. Uh-huh. And I, I put them down and, and put them on my spreadsheet. I have an MBA. So my, my master's in business administration, I believe really has helped with my marketing. I can see that. I can mm-hmm. see that, you know, it's very, it's really obvious now because I never, it never crossed my mind to keep, you know, a spreadsheet and keep track of things. Yes. And I even do it with, with, um, magazines, podcasts, any kind of marketing that I do blogs, I, um, track it and I see how many website hits I get and I see how many book sales I get because then you get to see what was beneficial in your marketing tactics and what do I need to repeat and what do I not need to put my efforts into doing? Because you're only one person and you, I mean, of course, I have a virtual assistant, you know, you can hire people, you know, website design, um, updating, et cetera, but you still um, need to um, use your time wisely. Hmm. Okay. Can I just say something about that? Yes. In my experience, right? And I would say my very, very limited experience, because obviously I am not a, like I said to someone only today that there are a lot of things that I know just from doing and not necessarily because I have a qualification, you know, from someone, right? And one of the things that my limited experience has taught me is that sometimes when you, there's like delayed delayed success, right? So for instance, someone might come on a podcast show and you know it didn't really resonate at the time and then x period later everyone is going back i was like oh yes did you actually check that out so whereas the person might initially think oh that didn't really do much but then at the much later time in the future it actually starts you know generating um results so recently i found that there is a way and if you give me a second i will tell you the actual url that I use. So it's GA hyphen DEV hyphen tools dot appspot dot com forward slash campaign hyphen URL hyphen builder forward slash. So GA, so which is Google Analytics developer tools. So GA hyphen DEV hyphen tools dot appspot so a p p s p o t dot com forward slash campaign hyphen url hyphen builder and if you go on that website 
what you could do is, let's say you have one um, landing page, right? That you want to promote, right? When yes. you go on there, you can actually use that to create a unique URL for other campaigns. So for instance, you can go and let's say whatever your website is, you can then go campaign source, Shegelola Salami podcast, for instance, and then you would give that link to me and then you would go to somebody else and you would put that and then target somebody else and you go there, magazine X, right? And then so all the different campaigns that you work on, you've generated a unique URL for them to use, right? So yes. irrespective of however long in future it is, anybody who then finds your article or finds out about you and click on that um, link that you've given, you can always track it back and, re and know who got you the traffic. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I found that because prior to me finding this link out, you know, I was there and I was like, my, I was looking at my Google Analytics and I was like, this is just, you know, I knew I spent a lot of time on Twitter and I know that I was engaging with a lot of people who were having conversations and things and they were like, and they were telling me about stuff on my website. But for some reason, when I look at my Google Analytics, it wasn't registering that they were coming from Twitter. And I was like, what's wrong? So when I then found this, you know, this link that I could use to then set up, you know, proper unique URL. So all my social media pages, whenever I have the time and I, I will admit, I'm like, not that I am lazy. I just have so much on my plate. Right. And so yes, when I do have I the time, I do then set up for each of them to give me, you know, give track to help me track, you know, how successful each of my promotional work is. And it's just amazing, right? Like even on my inbox, right? My auto email, which I send to everyone and I say, hey, you know, I've, I've got your email. I'll get back to you whenever I can. If your inquiry is my, is my podcast, here's the link to my podcast for more info. And sometimes when I go on and I look and it says email, um, email auto message, I'm like, whoa, so people actually click on my email auto message, right? Like I never imagined that anyone even listens, looks at it, let alone actually read and click from it. But it was quite interesting to see that something as little as my email, which is on an automatic one, gets clicks. Great. Yes. Yeah, well, that's, that's wonderful. Good. Yeah. So you could probably use that as well to keep track better from, you know, all the different, I don't know if you use a different system, but that could be an option. Yeah. Since it tracks, you know, who clicks on it and it gives you that information because then you can tell because with podcasts, it's going to be hard to tell. It's going to be a lagged effect, you know, just with time, you yes. know, it, people would find out more, you know, more about my products and stuff and whether these, you know, they could help them or not. Yes. Um, so, uh, but this would, would tell you where they're all coming from. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I found out, I was like, ooh, I feel like I'm growing up and I'm knowing more stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. We learn all the time. It's great to learn. It's great for our minds. Yeah. And that's important. Yes, it is. Well, you know, it's coming to that time of the day where I would have to let you go. But before I kick you out, right, 
what five tips would you leave to people, um, leave for the listeners? You know, what should they be able to take away from listening to you today? Just summarize it, five bullet points. Okay, one, get out there, figure out what activity you like to do as a kid and get out there and do it. Whether it's uh, riding a bike, swimming, I love swimming. I mean, just, just get out there and do whatever form of movement you enjoy. Get out and go. Number two, evaluate everything you eat. Did a food manufacturer make this and it has no nutritional value? Or did this come from a garden and uh, it looks like the food and it is wholesome and delicious and nutritious for you? Number three, quit eating wheat. Yep, wheat. Really? Yes. It is, um, wheat has been stripped of its nutrients. And so it's like, it has like, you know, numerous different parts. One of the parts that had, it's called the endosperm. It was taken out that has all the nutrients and now flour or wheat products can sit on the shelf for months or longer. Mm. You know, white flour just sits there and sits there. Okay. There's no nutritional value. So in the, um, uh, it's now enriched, okay? They put man-made vitamins. So it doesn't make sense to take a food and strip it of its nutrients so the shelf life is longer, so the manufacturers don't have to worry about it going bad, but it has no nutritional value, so they add man-made vitamins to it, okay? So don't eat anything. I just I would stop eating wheat, white flour products. Number four, um, if you um, want to improve your health and weight, gain knowledge, okay? Read, gain knowledge. Um, and then five, let's see, five, you don't have to be perfect, okay? If you want to occasionally have the tiramisu, which is my weak point, go ahead and have it, you know? But don't overindulge and, um, you know, moderation, moderation. In my book, I have an 80-20% rule. 80% of the time, eat well. 20% of the time, go ahead and splurge. That sounds like a very good rule. Yes, you don't want a noose around your neck. So no. you want to enjoy your life. But you also want your body to be in great physical shape all the way to the end of your life. Yes. So you're not suffering. Yeah, no, that sounds, that sounds truly amazing. Okay, well, if people want to connect with you, um, can you tell us um, how they can do so? Are you on Twitter? Yes, I am. Susan Neal, that's N-E-A-L, yoga, is my uh, Twitter account. And um, my website is Susan U Neal, that's N E A L dot com. All my social media accounts are down at the bottom um, of my website. I have a free gift on there if you would like the 10 appendices. That is like, <clears throat> you know, many, many pages um, in the back of Seven Steps to Get Off Sugar and Carbohydrates. You can go on there, susanuneal.com, and get the free gift. It includes 50 healthy recipes 
and um, a lot of other tips how to curb the sweet tooth and um, so you're welcome to that yes I'm on Facebook LinkedIn Instagram healthy living series on Instagram Okay, fabulous. It's been a pleasure. And just to clarify, though, the Susan Unil, is that you as in the letter U, U for unicorn? Yes. Okay. That's perfect. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, I hope you've enjoyed listening today to today's episode of the Shagulala Salami Show. Um, please leave a comment. Um, do check um, Susan's website. Maybe see if you can grab any of the freebies she has to offer. And until next time, it is the Shagulala Salami Show. Bye now.